0: They told me what you doing. I said, what I'm about to do is turn the fuck up. Hey, everyone, this is the king of the one-night stands, Jock Sampson, and you're listening to the Dark Match Podcast, baby. Hell yeah.
1: This is Bulk Fucking Mask, and you're listening to the Dark Match Podcast. Uh, enjoy or don't,
2: I don't care, it's your life. Hey,
3: guys, it's Timmy Redden. Hi, and I'm White Mike, a Wizards Nasty boy. You guys are listening to the Dark Match Podcast. Lube up, sit on it, and get
1: a listen. Mm, slide it on in because you' are gonna be here for a long while. So go and take your shirt
3: off, let you nips breathe. What the fuck? Like, what is wrong with you? Ladies and gentlemen, can I have some decorum, please?
2: So I finally have my computer back. So my computer, unfortunately, went on the fritz. I, am I did not know this. Yeah, I. It is unfortunate to announce I, I lost a large majority of my files. Um, actually Uh-oh. not a large majority. I lost like practically all of my files. I, I spent a large majority of my day,
0: like, like everything
2: from the podcast. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I've lost. Dude, um, what?
0: Dude we, to-
2: I, I wanted what? to get your, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. So here's the situation. So I was trying to go through and I noticed last week that there was a new file on my computer that I, I hadn't seen before. It was like a weird icon in the, in the bottom corner. It was, was called P
0: O R N dot
1: E X
2: D. Fucking <laughs> dick. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, it's Microsoft Edge or something. It's like their new search engine or something like that. Well, it went through. Yeah,
0: the it, it replaced. Yeah, it replaced uh, Internet Explorer.
2: Well, great because I, I haven't used Internet Explorer since like the early two thousands. Like I use Google yeah, I Chrome, know. and I, I like saw it on there, and I was like, I don't know what the hell this is, and then. I start like going through like trying to open up a file and it won't open it. I'm getting a four oh four error. Well then I'm going through and it's telling me like oh error this, error this, error this. I-, I try to open up Google Chrome. Cannot find file. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I try like Firefox, like just trying to jump down whatever rabbit hole I could get at this point, it won't open. Well then I'm trying to like open up like PDF files, it won't open. I try opening up Adobe Audition, it won't open. It's just one thing after another. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I take it to my computer guy, have him take a look, and he's and he can't really tell me anything. He's like, Look, like I don't know what happened. I don't know why you're getting this error message. One of two things can happen. You can send it over and do what is known as like a, a data retrieval, where I can send the hard drive to a company and they can retrieve it. Now, previously working for a company like that, no disrespect, but I know how to mix things. I know that some of my episodes are in a nice little, like, internet cloud uh, on Anchor, where we currently post our episodes. So I know I can get that information. Now, there are some things that, uh, unfortunately, I will have to rebuild and redo. And there were some files on there of episodes that have not been dropped ...that I spent time editing that are now gone, which is absolutely fucking great. So, yeah, at this point, like I have to go through, and with those episodes, luckily they're in uh, Dropbox, but I have to go through and edit them again, which, needless to say, is going to take an immense amount of time, because not to give too much away, but there's about four and a half hours of conversation that I have to go through and edit... So. Oh, that. Yeah, that. You lost that. No I lost. Kidding. I lost that. Yes. So, uh, absolutely lost that. It is extremely unfortunate that I lost that. But I'm going to go through, try to get through it. I, I finally got it back today. They had to completely wipe the hard drive. They put Microsoft Edge back on. I haven't experienced any issues, knock on wood, so far, so I apologize if uh, if it doesn't sound the same. I know even last week, it was a key indication last week because I recorded all the, I actually recorded the episode last week and the computer issues started last week, but I couldn't use a Adobe uh, Audition, which is what I currently use. So if anyone wants to take some advice on uh, uh, software that you can use, I use Adobe Audition. That's how I edit my episodes. Well, previously, last week, I had to utilize the Anchor service uh, for editing purposes. And, yeah, um, it didn't turn out too well. It sounded like at some points, apparently, you swallowed a microphone. So I, I couldn't do the usual techniques that I normally use to edit and do sound and what uh, not getting too technical but yeah i finally have my computer back but we are finally back with another episode hopefully 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 this four and a half that i'm talking about the four and a half hour conversation that can finally see the light of day because it has been too fucking long and i apologize to the individuals that are involved you know who you are i am a piece of shit And I should have saved it to an external hard drive. I should have emailed it back. I should have did something with it. That is my fuck up. And I take 100% responsibility. I can't wait for this to drop. And I am literally going to edit this as soon as possible. Now that I finally have my fucking computer back. But fuck technology. Let's get right into our interview right now.
3: As gray as a The moments I pass, the whiskey bottle is my globe, and the specter is my glass, my table is my throne, and the bar room is my corp. The bar is my subject, and drinking is my sport. Don't look for me in daylight. Bots all assembled You find me in my dark world in my
2: So this is obviously someone we wanted on the show for a very long time. A lot of people have asked for him to be on the show, have sent us direct messages continuously. Hey, get this guy on the show. AIW fans. Hey, Dave, I did it right the first time. Didn't need a second hey, take on that one. So individuals have seen him in AIW. You can see him in GCW, among many other promotions as well. Actually has a pretty popular group. Well, I wouldn't say popular Maybe unpopular group, but they're known for a very good reason in GCW, which we're obviously going to get to here in a second. But on the line with us here today, by popular demand, we have none other than one third of the production and 440 member, Eddie only. So, first and foremost, how are you doing, my friend? I'm
1: doing good, man. A uh, little beat up from the weekend, but outside of that, I'm doing great. Uh, just hanging out at the house right now. Uh, it's just- having a few drinks before you go on my night job to have too much drink. Uh what are
2: you guys up to? How are you guys? Well I, I have a drink myself, so I, I'm doing a little drinking for you as well. I'm doing it uh from home, but uh still a uh, a pretty good time here. I got my uh I've taken a step away from uh from beer and I've got a, a nice little cocktail here. So I got a little uh awesome. got a little vodka and Sprite to get me through the evening but uh, we only have a little bit of time with you, so for those individuals that don't know, you can follow them all across social media. You can jump down a fantastic rabbit hole all across YouTube as well. All you got to do is just search Eddie only. It's exactly how it sounds, so I don't have to spell it out for you, but first and foremost now, are, are you in the Cleveland area? Because I know you've been traveling around. You were in New Jersey just a few days ago. Are you back in Cleveland? Yeah, I'm
1: back in Cleveland. I uh, live like in a little suburb like right outside the town. Um, like the, just, like literally just a step over. But yeah, I'm right in the Cleveland area. How well, about you guys? Uh, I, like you, I saw what your uh, your phone area code was, so I was kind of curious
2: where you dudes are from. <laughs> well, we're in. I, I'm I'm calling you. We're doing this remotely. Uh, my co-host is in Lakewood, um, and I'm oh, actually cool. I'm actually in West Park. Oh
1: shit, we're neighbors, done.
2: Oh yeah. Well, whereabouts? Uh, if, in retrospect, uh, we'll kind of let everyone know if they're not from this area. But what uh, what Cleveland suburb are you from?
1: I'm right in Brook Park, like so I'm like
2: right, like I'm a am I'm like a step away from West Park. Oh, I, I'm the last street before you're in Shh. Brook Park. I'm like right off of Industrial Parkway and One Fiftieth. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, I'm literally right there. I can almost see it. From like I, I, am like if I look at my window, I
1: can see like that Harley Davidson sign. Dude, you're in my Dude, you backyard. Two minutes from Pat's house. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can go. You probably see me crushing by alley like, on my motorcycle, probably like every day.
2: So more kind of, like, than likely, more than likely, time. yeah. So I, now
3: this
0: just sets up for like a front yard. interview. you know, we just we just grab a couple of chairs, crack some beers in the front yard, and record from there.
2: What pisses me yeah, off like, is like, that, we that we didn't think be- of this beforehand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, geez. I know if we would do this beforehand. I've been for an
2: Oh yeah, like we wouldn't even. You could have just swung by my house. Like, hey, we're he- I'm here to record. It's like okay, cool. I'll, I'll go get the stuff. Like, we'll start talking. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I walked onto the end of the street, and I can see Harley Davidson. So, yeah, we're literally right by each other. So, obviously,
0: you... Now, were, now we know for next time, Pat. Now we know for next time.
2: Well, now yeah, we have to have a part fun. two, or a part three, or a part four. Maybe, like, just did a 4 uh, 4 invasion, I, I guess, would be the the better representation of this. But uh, right. you, you were in New Jersey. You definitely got the shit kicked out of you, and... and you live to fight another day as well. But a lot yeah, of uh, a lot of questions here. So for those individuals that have not seen you wrestle, uh, one of the most popular questions, and, and I'm sure it's one question that you hear all the time, and that is in regards to a particular match that you, uh, you can be found in quite a bit. And I apologize if you get this question all the time, but you primarily do a large majority of death matches. You actually have a deathmatch tournament coming up this weekend as well what what is yeah, the yeah. what is the allure of deathmatches for someone like uh, yourself
1: yeah for someone like me so i've been watching wrestling i would say a good like 85 nights on my entire life because you know there was those teenagers that like boops and weed with a rock cooler. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh i don't know like like yeah, again i'm uh, and all in all, I'm not just like a deathmatch guy. I, I consider myself just a professional wrestler who does death, death matches, but I do a lot of death matches. Um, so I know I get that, like, he is like a deathmatch guy, which I'm proud to represent that. Uh, nothing to shame of it. Um, me, well, the lure of deathmatches is like, you know, I've been watching my entire life and, uh, you know, I just think it's something, it's, it's different. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's like everybody can always say, it's oh, so it's artistic, it's this, that. Yeah, I don't even want to say that, you know, I just think it's, uh, I just think it's fucking cool. You know, like me growing up, I was really in a lot of like horror movies, like Tarantino movies, uh, a lot of B rated movies where it's just like kind of violence for the sake of violence and just like bloodshed for the sake of bloodshed. And I also very much enjoy that about my professional wrestling is that sometimes I'm like, okay, this doesn't have to make sense, but sometimes it just, you know, it could be, it could be cool just to be cool. You know, I, I think that's, uh, my, my objective on deathmatch wrestling which you know you're on uh, with that as well it's just gonna be just like an old special wrestling match where it's just like storytelling is awesome it's fucking cool but you know you're adding blood to it so it's fucking awesome you
2: know <laughs> yeah like it's it's the thrill of are they going to survive this and that's what I kind of take away when I watch like death matches or watch like uh, old CZW matches or XPW from way back in the day was and that's what kind of drew me in it's like Okay, are they gonna survive? Like, and that's what gets you. Like, how far are they really going to go? And I, I'm sure it's the same uh, effect for you guys. Like, hey, how far can we push each other?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, like, because there's days. I mean, like, you know, it's just like every other time. Like, uh, you know, you have your days where you wake up and you're like, you know, what, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it's like let's, let's let's see let's see how ignorant we can get tonight, and like, see if I don't have to like go to a hospital room or anything else. You know, me luckily I've never. I, I, I'm i very new to so, you know, like, I, I haven't had my hospital visits or anything like that. Well, no, I lied. I had one. But, like, you know, like, like some of the other guys, especially, you know, like, in 440, like, you know, there's Ricky and Eric, who are very well-known deathmatch wrestlers as well. So it's like, you know, like, they cave to death, fucking torn to death, survival, like, everything, you know, like, probably of hospital visits. I, I luckily haven't had to do that. But those are also other guys that, like, you know, they're willing just to put their body on the line just to make sure that they have a match that you're ever going to forget
2: oh yeah and, and they succeed every single time too so kudos to them but uh, with with 440 kind of transitioning from there it, this is a group that ha- has really made waves all across GCW I'm still upset uh, I finally had my first opportunity to make it to a GCW show out in in Ohio and literally the week of the show it got canceled. Oh yeah, I forgot we had tickets for that one. Which is good because whenever you and I go to a wrestling show together, you get into an accident.
0: No, here's no here's the thing. (laughs) If it's if it's in Ohio, we seem to have bad luck. Oh, all the time. If we had had out of state,
2: we've been good. Oh no, we we've been fantastic when we go out of state. It was only
0: one wrestling show I got in a car accident beforehand.
2: Yeah, but the second time there was a global fucking pandemic, and I blame it on you. It's all it's not your not my fault. goddamn fault. No, I'm just No, it's fault. not. No, I, now I I'm excited for the show to come back, but 440 has really taken over GCW and a phenomenal. Kudos to you. We are huge Effie fans. But oh my god, I haven't laughed that hard in a very long time. Especially <laughs> with, with the Dingleberry reference. I, I I was in a very quiet area in my office, and go figure I had my AirPods in. And you dropped the Dingleberry reference, and I laughed out loud, and everyone just looked at me like I was demonic. And I'm still new at this job too, so now nobody talks to me. They they just think I'm no, like awesome. I'm like I can't, well, I can't I can't explain what I, I just watched. I, I can't even tell you what the reference was because I'm going to get fired. So you, you're yeah, just going right. to be yeah, sure. yeah like oh he said Dingleberry like I'm I'm 32 and I think that's <laughs> funny like. Yeah. yeah. I'm 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm 12 years old. Like, <laughs> like nobody talked to me. I'm going to get fired. Like, it, nobody likes me. But it, it, with... God, we're getting all over the place here. But with 440, I mean, you just watch some of your entrances. And you, it is... It's very hard to explain for those that haven't seen it. You guys are, are not liked. You are very much despised by that crowd. And you walk out there like you... I. I can't even explain it. Like, you have no cares in the world. You know you're hated. You know you're the best in the room. And you you can't even hear the entrance music as you're walking out because you're getting booed so much. How did this all kind of culminate? Uh, you guys are very well known in the industry. But where did this idea come from to form this kind of faction that's just going to take over the wrestling world and be called 440?
1: Yeah, Um. Bob. To give most credit to would be Ricky. Um Ricky definitely started this, and you know this was like definitely the the, the mother of his idea. You know, like uh he came into GCW like has always been a face, babyface, never been a heel in entire life. Um, You know, then just one day, just like I love you, the stuff. You know, it was like hoodie mask on, just fucking came in and hit Gage with the but, you know, a thing a bundle a bundle of tubes took the belt, and from there on out was kind of saying like fuck this, you know, the the game of wrestling has to change, I'm going to change it. And Me, Eric, uh, Atticus, and Greg, you know, me and Atticus, especially uh, students of Ricky's, uh, you know, we were all just really close, so we are just, like, you know, all kind of had, like, the same idea on wrestling, and, like, probably wanted to take it and take a little bit of a change, because I felt like it was getting, well, we all thought it was getting very stagnant for now kind of a long time, which is not bad, because, you know, if you can only watch so many, like, babyface versus babyface matches, especially that was happening over at GCW. But it's like, you know, like, yeah, there's only so so many times you can lose to a good guy. (laughs) It's kind of just like anything else, like a movie, a TV show, or just real life, where somebody's got to go in there and, like, kind of, like, put a stab at everybody and kind of, like, you know, stir the pot a little bit and make it a little bit different. And uh, I I like to believe that things have been pretty, a lot cooler and, like, uh, a lot more watched since this has been happening, you know? 'Cause I think it's I'm not I think it's not just you're watching G C W anymore just to watch a cool match. You're not just watching G C W anymore to see like those drain matches that they're just having every single month. But now you're watching G C W every month to kinda of see where we're who just gonna like throw our staff next, you know? Yeah. And uh to me that's really cool, you know.
2: Oh yeah. And with everything that's been coming out with, with G C W gaining speed, traveling and doing shows all over the the country and having these four four oh it, just homecomings in, in every single city. Now, granted, we're we're still waiting for ours once again, but it's always fun to root for the bad guy, uh, and not only because you guys are from Ohio, but sometimes it it's more fun to root for the bad guy. And I'm gonna throw out a reference that Dave will know, like in the movie The Karate Kid, who's really the bad guy, Johnny or Larusso? <laughs> Who is the bad guy? Because I'm going to tell you who well, it Billy is. Billy Zapka, god damn it. It is. It's fucking Ralph Macchio. He's the bad guy. He was the prick in Fuck. the movie. No, it's not. God yes, it is. It, yes, it is. Get off, get off of Barney side, god damn it. No, Johnny was the good guy. Johnny wasn't doing anything wrong. Who, who attacked him? That's right, Danny. Yeah, you can watch that movie back a thousand times. He is not the good guy. He is the bad guy. At the end of the movie, the you bad guy won.
1: I'm gonna have to. It's, I'm not gonna. Lie, it's been so long since I've watched that. I'm, <laughs> I feel like I have to go back and watch to see if I can understand. what your is coming from. But I gotta believe you. Yeah. No. Like you watch it. Like. Honestly, though, I've never
0: seen it, so I have no idea. What so the fuck? All I know. All, you know all I know is from all. I, I've never seen Karate Kid. All I know is from
2: as oh everything from How I Met Your Mother.
0: Oh, oh my God! How I met your mother.
2: Like I, Eddie, we're not even going to get into the talk of like your favorite movies or anything like that because you're just going to be utterly insulted by the lack of movie knowledge of my co-hosts. It's it's <laughs> astro- oh, it is astronomical. But the Karate Kid. Well, Go back and- <laughs> uh, I was waiting how long until the interview before I got that reference? But like with the Karate Kid, yeah, a hundred percent. Danny is not the good guy. He is the bad guy. Watch it again, and anyone that's listening to this, he is hundred percent the bad guy. But you said that about eighty to ninety percent of your life you watch wrestling. What was kind of what drew you in? Were you more of a WCW kind of person, ECW, WWF at the time? Uh but I was younger. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I was born in WWF
3: than anything, you know. was like that
2: was. Yeah,
1: you know, I mentioned like I'm like the epitome of millennial. Like I was born in 1992. I was, like, 10 years old by fucking, you know, 2002, which was, like, the ruthless aggression era. And all through then, the WWF was, you know, like, pushed to be, like, the more expensive thing to watch. And then WCW, especially as a child, you know, as a man, like, it kind of seemed like the low-grade bullshit. I was like, oh, fuck WCW? Like, I'll never forget, like, uh... Like, I remember one time, my grandma, she wanted to buy me a magazine, and she bought me a WCW magazine, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know? <laughs> I, this was, I was like, what's this low-grade bullshit? You know, I never even watched it. I never even had a chance. You know, it's not like, I can't even sit here and say, like, oh, I switched back to channel and channeling. But, but I didn't. You know, I, I thought it was lame. And, uh, it was a dollar, that's why. It was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was in the dollar know. bin. But it's kind of funny, because now older, oh, every time I go back to watch anything, it's just I'm just watching all like WCW fucking you know pay per because like I realized when I was an adult that shit was awesome you know to I me mean? especially like well there's something I like thought and anyway, not saying that WCW was fucking because it was great for you know the times it was I had a shit and had a good just like everything else but uh I, I remember being at my grandfather's house uh, every weekend and one weekend I remember like WCW I mean WCW ECW came out at like I think like what one in the morning or something like that yeah. And I remember I stayed up all night just so I can actually watch it for the first time. Like, that was, like, the thing that, like, I think blew me into wrestling more than
2: just, like Was just watching ECW, uh, like, I mean, it, yeah. especially if you even got it through on the TV. Like, the, most of the people in the Cleveland area that you talk to, some say that it didn't come through clear, and others say that, oh, yeah, I watched it, like, crystal clear. But you had to wait oh, no. up until it 1 was, o'clock.
1: It's not like it was clear, you know? It was just, like... I mean, you know as mentioned it's like one of those like little shitty fucking like box fucking ants on the tv so like it came in staticky but like i you know you could watch it like nothing not would ever find out but it was just like watching like a not clear tv show you know it was staticky and shit yeah but it was tight so I like I, I can like vividly remember like fire spots the stuff leaves i can vividly remember like you know fucking every single fucking sad versus rmg match you know like everybody all those like matches when i just, like grew up watching and shit my favorite is fucking guido like every single time, like him was super crazy at Russell, I would fucking just go absolutely ballistic because I just thought was in the bullshit
2: in the world. Oh, yeah. There was some great talent, like undervalued talent that when they brought them over to WWF, they they didn't know what to do with them. Like, they were like, well, oh. we don't want to do the cruiserweight division all over again, but that really would have put WWF over Correct. if they would have given some of the matches that we saw in ECW. Like, geez, you go back and. You watch some of those Eddie Guerrero Dean Malenko matches? Holy shit! Like you could watch those oh, all day.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those like I mean, those matches were like, you I mean, those are like just undeniably some of the best matches you could watch. I mean, really, my biggest thing is like that Dean Malenko's like the best professional wrestler ever. Of, like walking in the ring. So like you watch like you know of him and Eddie Guerrero's matches, or you watch him and like the Jerry's matches. You know, like you, you're just gonna see just like, I mean, a fucking ten minute beginning of a match that. They're just gonna have you on your fucking toes the entire time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so like uh, especially those guys, like Dave But Dave Linko, I mean what I've been told from him is like he didn't really care to be a lot when he got the know? He was kind of like,
2: Yeah, the book down you like that guy, like never put a fucking title on me. Yeah, like I always remember the the storyline with Chris Jericho, the thousand and one holds. You go to a commercial, he he says, uh what was it? Armbar. You come back from yeah. He's races, on his like bar. seven. He's on his
0: seventh armbar.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And It's just armbar after armbar after armbar. But yeah, he's the man of a thousand holds. But I mean, you, you couldn't touch. It could not touch with a ten foot pole. His overall cardio during a match, he just never slowed down. And I'm a no, firm yeah, believer yeah. in that. He is one of the most undervalued talents in, in well. Most people that watch wrestling religiously, like us, will give him his his dues. But most fa- don't even know who Dean Malenko is. They just think he's a guy that runs out and like interrupts fights, like that. Are yeah, who knows? But and, oh, absolutely! And then you try to explain like, oh, he's one of the best professional. Okay, I've never seen him wrestle. It's like okay, whatever. Like I and him and oh, yeah, imagine mean, <laughs> the guy's like five foot six, five foot seven.
1: Yeah, he was never, like, a full-on body guy. Like, yeah, he always had, like, good arms and traps and shoulders, so, like, probably did back then. But, you know, he like, had a six-pack, just very boring look, you know, just like, uh, yeah, there was nothing really exciting about him. And, you know, absolutely got to wrestling, you know. But, yeah. like, I understand why he was never really pushed, you know. Just, at that time, there was, there was nothing sellable, you
2: know. Yeah. And, like, the the most that WWF did with him was that, like, angle where, like, he was trying to get with Alita. And that's all I really remember from yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Like his WWF tenure, but like if you look back at WCW, all the great storylines that he was in and the factions that he was involved in, he was one of the four horsemen. Like I, I was one of those. I watched everything. So when I could get my hands on wrestling, I was one of the kids in school that. Oh well, do you watch WWF or do you watch WCW? And I was like, I, I watched wrestling. Like, I, I, I record both of them, and I watch them. Like, that's just what I do, because I enjoy wrestling. Like, I, I'm not going to pick sides. I was the kid that had a DX shirt and an NWO shirt and was called a traitor. Like, you, you had to pick sides, I guess. Well, yeah, don't you
0: know, Pat? That's how it yeah, was. Yeah,
2: I know. I know. Like, I, I could walk traitor. in with a Dudleyville shirt and no one would know what the hell I was talking about. Like, Right. Who, who knows? Not
0: until about, like, 2000 or so. <laughs>
2: So, other than, like, Dean Malenko, what kind of characters kind of drew you in? You came in during the Ruthless Aggression area. Who were some people that you gravitated towards? Uh,
1: I was like, 10, So, like, when I was 10, like, all the people I like, really caught my eye was, like, I was really like Dean Malenko from ECW. Uh, I mean, I think I, like, even try to add it into my character now. Um, I, I mean, to this day, I mean, like, still, like, the biggest Guido fan on the planet. Um, I think he's, like, probably the most, like, underrated wrestler in the fucking world when it comes to character work, when it comes to, like, talking on the mic, when it came to, like, his wrestling ability, uh, I just think that, I mean, he's fucking, like, the mod, <laughs> you know, he's basically what we have now in the world, Tony Deppin, you know? <laughs> it's like, you <laughs> can, can have a good map of the fucking, you know, have a good match with a fucking mop, and just, like, you know, you, you'll hear about it for one night in that book, and nobody really talks too much about it afterward, which is crazy to me. Um, but then, like, other names and stuff like that, like, uh, I was a giant Bradshaw guy, I loved him. I thought he was the coolest looking dude. Like him and Farouk drew me into like tag wrestling a bunch. Uh so I'm like, yo, this dude's fucking joke as all could be and he's smoking and drinking. He's got long hair. And then he's got like that cool black guy with him. He's smoking, drinking. He's got his one little catchphrase which makes everybody go, hell yeah, that's the curse word. You know, I was like 10 years old so I thought that was cool. You know, like, uh I would say probably all them. Like, you're probably like Bradshaw, Farouk, um, Rito and more than likely, yeah, just like uh Malenko, and like obviously like the baby faces I like the, like I love like Barrero. Um I like the Dudleys. I thought the Hardy's were cool for a little bit and I kinda got over it real fast. Uh I think I just like that I was like a little kid. which, not dogging on them at all because they're incredible, but they just, you know, were never fully my thing. Um yeah, I'd probably say like all those dudes, those are probably like that I had to make, like my my, my not watch more wrestling. It'd probably be Arn Anderson because, like, next like a different generation. But fucking favorite wrestler ever, Dave Malenko, Guido, and probably Bradshaw. <laughs> That's like my four dudes.
2: Oh yeah. So th- those would be some. Well, I mean, we've discussed Mount Rushmore on on our show numerous times. I'm sure our, our names switch because we we fall down a rabbit hole. We start watching matches. It's like, why don't I give this guy like more credit? So. It's probably changed quite a few times in the times that we've... Oh, we've, oh mine too. What's that? I said, oh,
1: mine probably changes all the time. Dude. Oh, yeah. right. Like, so, yeah, I, I was disagreeing.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, if you go back and probably, like, review all the times that we brought up, like, our Mount Rushmore's, and, and granted, the one time we had Ryan Cassie on, I called it our Mount Everest, so, yeah, kudos to me on that one, because I'm kind of a dipshit in that regard. <laughs> Like, yeah, you are. <laughs> who, who, who's on your Mount Everest? I don't know. Somebody that's about to die because they shouldn't be on Mount Everest. Uh, they should be. They should be on Rushmore. Um, but oh, like, do you watch any of the wrestling today? Like, obviously, you're you're keeping yourself busy, and, and even through the quarantine, you you found yourself somewhat still keeping yourself busy, keeping your name out there, growing your brand overall. But are you following along mm-hmm. of, like, the product today at all?
3: Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't. Um, it, it's that's not fine.
1: That's it unlucky.
0: sucks. <laughs> yeah, And I'm not going to – what's that? It sucks. That's fine. on t- The t- the stuff on TV, some of it kind of sucks right now, so you're not missing much.
2: No. I, I imagine. Like, uh,
1: especially does this all the time, though. You know, like, it, it needs that all the time to kind of, like, just, like, do you know, whatever, you know. Uh, right now, I think it's a little down by more than – ever like i mean like like besides like 2005 to like 2012 because that shit fucked you. but uh no yeah i don't know like i think it's okay that it's just not doing too good right now you know i, I think it gives people a chance to kind of like broaden their horizon of wrestling it's like not paying attention to what's going on the wwe because like now we have like a new we have a new YouTube channel which i can't lie i don't watch that one either No, now for any reason i just i just i forget and i'll, I'll go back to watch a match with you but outside of that, like, I never watched it before. I don't know storylines or anything like that. Um, but then, like, it also gives people a chance to, like, especially from AEW, like, putting on dudes from the independent wrestling, channel uh to some, like, fucking Pinkton and now Warhorse and stuff like that. It gives people, like, younger kids and, like, even, you know, these in their 20s, which is pretty even, that probably don't know much about it, uh, they try to kind of discover, like, you know, different ideas of wrestling. You know, it's not just, all of wwe because there's definitely guys out there who are only strictly wwe guys you know
2: yeah it's very much sure like- now like I,
0: yeah sorry and i, I like i was kind of one of those where it's like i kind of watched that because it was it was on tv i never got deep into like some of the independent stuff then and obviously pat started opening my eyes to other things and i got hooked into the show and it's like now i know what you guys are doing in other promotions and honestly some of the stuff on on the independent circuit there it's a hell of a lot better than what you see on TV. Yeah. Extremely. Oh,
1: absolutely. I agree, too, but, you know, a lot of people agree, too. But then it's kind of funny because, you know, from going to the IW school, uh, now, just because he doesn't have a school anymore, I've been going there for about the past like, two and a half years just, you know, to keep myself tight, keep myself trained. Uh, you meet a lot of, you know, people that are just like, oh, well, I mean, I'm only fucking two and a half years in, so I'm not fucking saying like, all oh, these young kids. But the people that are like, coming in after me, you know, the people that have problems yet, I'm like, oh, what do you watch? You know, because I'm curious and I want to ask. And, like, they'll say, oh, I watched WWE. Like, before I tried to get the training, I tried watching different stuff. But I was turned off by it just because, and I and I, I understand this. They said they were turned off by watching any wrestling just because, like, the, the production value wasn't up to like, what they were used to. And that makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like just watching fucking, like, you know, fucking, like, cinema all the fucking time and then trying to go and watch a, uh, you know, a T-rated horror movie. It's, like, it's not the same, you know.
2: Yeah, like, the, the quality. There's no CGI. Like, it, it's all makeup. But that's what yeah, makes it even I, better.
1: Absolutely. But you. I, but I don't blame the kids that, like, haven't, you know, have gotten a full shot of really trying to watch it just because, like, you know, it's just not what they're used to. They're fucking, like, 17 or 18 years old, you know? So, like, they don't they don't even understand the, the beauty behind, like, uh, just, like, uh, you know, a whatever film show that's, like, in a fucking church somewhere, you know? But, oh, yeah. you know, I feel like... I feel like once they start watching, like, different stuff, like, maybe, like, you, like, have them watching like, Old Ring of Honor, which I'm not saying is great in but, like, the matches were incredible, especially, like, that fucking, like, 2000, fucking two to, like, 2006, I thought was awesome Ring of Honor.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: But, like, even, like, you know, other stuff like TNA, a which that's something, that stuff I didn't even get into until, like, my mid-20s, because I just thought it was weird, and I decided I never wanted to watch it. Now that I want back. you know, a lot of sucks, but a lot of it, I thought, I think, was also really cool, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, I... I I think now there's like this you know smart mark and you know like fucking like uh I W T V and fight tv and stuff like that like filming wrestling i think now it's more visually appealing to watch independent shows oh yeah so uh, make it a lot easier it'll make it a lot easier for you know people to watch it because you don't have like ian rotten paying somebody fucking five dollars to fucking tape a show with a cell phone you know
2: <laughs> yeah like you got like two to one media with iwc that ha- had to really revolutionize how they recorded and that they brought out oh, for correct. one of their outdoor shows. They started instituting drones, given like a whole... I saw that. It was it so was awesome. Director. And yeah, I kudos I thought, I thought, to uh, like Atticus with his... Uh, it was him, Anthony Young, and Johnny Patch in a ladder match. And half the time, it, it was being shown through drone. And it was crystal yeah, clear. I, you could see at all. It was outstanding.
1: Which is nuts. Yeah, I saw some of his match and I was like...
2: Yeah, like it was a whole bigger
1: perspective of watching a wrestling that.
2: Oh yeah, it it just kind of draws in that new crowd because it's something that they're not used to. It's something they haven't seen. And it, it does kind of feed into that production value, but kind of taking a few steps back to a name that you did drop. Obviously, for those that did watch AEW last week, a very well-known name in Aiw made his AEW debut, and it's someone that has actually fought for your promotion in the past, and. If for those that aren't familiar, uh, at the collective, I believe it was last year, uh, AIW was doing the collective, and a lot of people were not giving you guys your your dues, saying that you you didn't belong there, and why is this production or this promotion being put on here? They they don't belong. And Eddie Kingston came out like, look, like you you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, this is a promotion that's been around for a while. They're doing fantastic things. When I was at my lows, they were there for me. So if you want to see a good show, you need to go check this out. So obviously you guys were the talk of the collective last year, but he just made his AEW debut and this huge internet spar of sign Eddie Kingston started. How How did that feel for you guys, especially for someone that's been fighting for you guys for so long? Uh, kind of returning the favor to him and fighting for him to get that contract with AEW. Dude,
3: I mean, it was fucking
1: cool, dude. You know, like I just remember being in the group chat and everybody being like, "Yo, like if you've seen it or you haven't seen it, fucking like pop on the air right now and like show love to him and just fucking you know, retweet this." Like dude, it was just as simple as like a, a sign, Eddie Kingston, because like he's one of those dudes where it's like you know he can like he can basically fucking go anywhere he wants to wrestle anywhere he wants to. You know, I'm kind of like, I'll his way and doing whatever he wants to on shows, but, like, the dude is so, like, he's, I don't know, the dude is defending a professional wrestling where, like, I've seen him be like, no, like, you know, he should be wrestling like the fucking, the marquee match But he's like, I'll just wrestle one of the students and, like, he's he's putting in the hardest work and fucking make him look good and, you know, basically kind of, like, almost, like, teach them while he's with them, you know, like, and I, it's just nuts, you know, like, the dude just loves wrestling and he respects wrestling so much and he likes to give back to wrestling so much. And, you know, luckily I've gotten to have, like, a lot of good conversations with him just sitting down and just really over beers and stuff like that and just, like, talking and stuff like that, you know. And it's, I've learned more from him in a fucking, like, 20-minute conversation over, like, some booze than I have, you know, sometimes with paid fucking, like, seminars and stuff,
2: you know. Oh, yeah, just that one-on-one, and obviously we'll, we'll get to learn a little bit about the one-on-ones with, with Eddie only and, and some beers and back patio. Obviously, I got one at my house that we, we should have been utilizing, right. but obviously, we, we didn't know how close we actually were. A stone's throw, you could throw a football to me, apparently. So, uh, we, right. we, we don't want to take too much of your time. I know that our our time was pretty limited today uh, with you heading into work right now, but uh, a few more questions for you. So, With GCW back on, it, it seems like you guys are, are just absolutely running on full steam. With Ohio, I do want to get your thoughts on this. It did come out, unfortunately, that combat sports aren't going to continue in Ohio anytime soon. Overall, what are your overall... I guess you could say for anyone that's truly just sitting around, that they've gone through wrestling school and they're trying to get their name out there, they're trying to find work, what kind of advice would you give? I know you're still relatively new into the industry, but you're a very well known name, what kind of advice would you give to those individuals that really just wanna work and need a void to fill during this quarantine and unfortunately the the athletic division saying, Hey, you're you're not gonna work, so get used to it.
1: Yeah, I mean if I had like any kind of advice it's like Really, never continue tell yourself. Even without a quarantine, I feel like this should never be an excuse from anybody who's, like, wrestling as young. Is that you should never just, like, be a 40-miler and only travel with inside, like, the state you're in. Even if it's, like, something you feel like you can't afford. Or even if you're going to a show not to wrestle. Because you got to imagine, I went to GCW for two years. Like, two long years. Just, like, just to, just to show up, not sell the motor, and literally just help me up. Until so I finally got a spot, and like now I like to show people it's like, look, just spot I'm in it is something that's been helping my career more than anything else. And that's only because I was willing to take my car for miles in my car, spend money I didn't have, take days off of work I probably shouldn't have to go travel just to watch. You know, meet the guys in the back. Don't be a weirdo. You know, sh- sh- shake hands when you feel like it's necessary, but don't force it on somebody. You know, like talk to people. You know, just like kind of like. You know, it's kind like how you know it's kind of, you know, kind of giving yourself a rub, pat kind of yourself over a little bit. You know, like fucking, be a just a, be a dude. You know, don't try too hard. You know, just you know, all these dudes are just like dudes, just like fucking us. Like you know, like I just I'm nobody fucking special at the end of the day. Like I just live in Park, Ohio, fucking what a pilot fucking you guys. And I'm just fucking, I'm gonna work this for fucking just tonight. And i you know, it's not professional wrestling. I'm not ashamed to say that. But when you get that chance to fucking go somewhere, go. You know, like. Nothing will help you be a better wrestler than that. Like, yeah, you might get frustrated thinking that, like, oh, why am I doing all this traveling? For, like, you know, no wrestle. I'm not, I'm not wrestling. I'm not, you know, sometimes people will fucking, like, big shot me and I won't shake my hand. The motor won't talk to me or whatever. Whatever, man. At least you show up. Maybe know what you look like now. So, like, if you ever go again and, like, you know, because how independent wrestling is, so many cancels, you might just be that lucky guy, you know, just because they realize that you're a hard worker. Yeah, it's, so, if there's any advice I can give, that's probably about it. Yeah, but, just uh, show up. That that's worked for me a lot. You know, I, I've been to sixty, ninety, fucking probably a hundred fucking shows. That's been traveling in the car nine to you know fifteen hours to not wrestle. And now, you know, I'm you know, in a time of there's not a lot of wrestling. A lot of people are like really oh, upset. There's not a lot of wrestling. I'm wrestling every weekend. So, I mean, it worked for me, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's going to work for anybody, but that's the any advice I can give. I think that's like the best you could do as, as a professional wrestler. You know, the wrestling fan, just watch, you know. Yeah. There's plenty. There's still, this still, this still, you know, consistently something released every, every other weekend. And then you also stuff up on television and it's going to come back around. And you know? when it does come around, like, you're going to see the people who work, you're going to see the people, and then you're going to notice people that are dumb that didn't do anything, you know, who just like sat around and cried that, you know, oh, I'm not getting on shows.
2: Yeah, and didn't and, do anything you know, better yeah. themselves, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: they just like the wide knee shit and just fucking, you know, of, and just went back to fucking working their day job every day.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, I guess that's really my only advice if like, there's any like, you know wrestlers that are like, I don't want to say young wrestlers because I, I think it's stupid because I'm a young wrestler too, but dudes just like me are, you know, years under me, they were just like just training, like, just go, you know, go, you'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I promise, as long, as long as you keep your head down and work your dick off, you'll get it
2: exactly so obviously we want to let you go and we know you're heading into work i'd like to extend an invitation here for we should definitely do a uh out on the patio sit down and we continue this conversation we dig deeper into some of the things you've already brought up i'd love to talk about b movies with you and old school horror movies and kind of get your takes on those and i'm sure we'll be lost in a a four-hour conversation from there but like we mentioned, you you can see my backyard from where you live, so uh, the invitation's open for you. But if you do want to follow along, you can find him all across social media. He's tagged in all of our posts, and you can find it in our promo pictures as well. You, you can find his handles. You can also jump down the rabbit hole of YouTube and check out anything, whether it be from AIW to GCW or any other promotion that he's been in. Yeah, it's definitely time-consuming, so take your time. Choose it wisely. Don't jeopardize your work to do it because uh, you're you're going to get lost, just like everyone else that we've had on the show as well. But, Eddie, we truly appreciate your time, and we look forward to having you back on very soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Next time, yeah, for sure, beer's in the back there. That's way cool. I'm talking to the pump. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, so- Yeah, yeah. It was great talking to you guys. Uh, next time, you know, we'll definitely get more, like, fun stuff and you know, all that kind of jazz. I feel like this was a pretty cool introduction, so yeah. yeah, I appreciate you guys'
2: time as well. Well, and, and this is only uh, part one, so we'll see you for uh, part two. I feel bad because, like, I, to- I I like, kind of cut you off there. I said, like, let's jump right into the interview. And, yeah, like Dick, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm for sorry. the
0: people that were involved in said interview because you know I wasn't because you fucking suck. Um, it, it I know it didn't involve I know it didn't involve me. We're not going to, you know, you'll just have to wait for all that to drop and you guys will have to listen blah 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 blah, blah.
2: Blah, blah, um, blah 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 blah.
0: But for the people that were involved in said marathon interview, talk, episode, whatever. Please, please, please take the ending of that op- of the beginning there where pre- Pat talks how he is such a big piece of shit and how he's terrible. Please cut that into a loop. And send it to me on Twitter, because or Instagram, or something that I can utilize it, where when Pat is being an asshole, I can send it to friends, I can send it to his wife, say, please use this, so that anytime he is being an asshole, he can just post it and say, hey, you said this, and admitted, you are an asshole. Well, please. if
2: anyone's like Taco from like the league and you do like sound mixes and like song Mm -hmm. mixes with like sound clips, like if someone wants to like dubstep or like do like a music rendition of me saying I'm huge piece of shit, like I I will do a contest. I, I might even like buy you like our new shirt from What a Maneuver, like if like for best song, like if anyone makes a rendition of that, like I will I will buy you and a friend a shirt from What a Maneuver. Like, even if it's not mine, like, the best song, like, if someone renditions that, like, hell yeah, I'll buy you a fucking shirt. Like, and it will be his ringtone whenever I call him. And Dave will use that for the rest of his life. And he will play yeah. it whenever I'm being a huge dick. And it will be incorporated in the show and whatnot. So, yes, I'm a huge asshole. So, but let, let's get into more important talks. Obviously, th- there's, there's there's a lot of wrestlers What? What? There's important talks? There's important talks? Yeah, whatever to get me off the conversation of admitting that I'm an asshole. Yes, I'm an asshole. No, that
0: is the more important
2: thing. Oh god. I just I just opened myself yep. up the door. I just kicked myself yep. through the same exact door, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wrestling is back. A huge uh, huge is huge return this past weekend for anybody that caught GCW. And uh, one well, I don't know what I can refer to him. I don't know. But Leo Rush, the artist formerly known as Leo Rush, uh, returned and uh, in, in a huge way too. And, and some of the fans, kudos to them in the front row, that knew like right away when he ran into the ring, like, "Oh God, it's Leo Rush!" And I thought that that was the, one of the coolest returns I've seen in a long time. And and it, and it may
0: be the last, the last of them.
2: Well, he he tried to make an announcement that he was going to retire. And Joey Janela kind of jumped in and said, "No you're not retiring like no they they're not done seeing you who knows what he's got in store and who knows what, with all these wrestlers that have been furloughed a large majority of them have been showing up. I love the storyline on impact wrestling with uh, with Heath Slater I, I think that's fantastic uh, doing that with him making get it, it right. seem like oh get yeah right. th- that look, get him in there I, I got kids no it's just he. Oh, yeah. He said, I have a last name, but I can't say it anymore. I can't use it anymore. Is It was his line there. but And obviously, we talked about it on the interview last week. Eddie Kingston making his AEW debut. See, I, I, I'm on a fucking roll today. I didn't say AIW. I said AEW. I'm not. I don't know why. I don't know what had happened. Although... I did get an offer today. Um, I got like a notification. Apparently someone in our area, I, I don't know like if they just know I have like a wrestling obsession where I just continuously search on the Facebook marketplace for wrestling like old school, like WWF stuff. I got like a notification that someone in my area is selling a Replica AEW kids toy belt. Like not someone has like the AEW, but they're they're selling it for a ridiculous amount of money, more than it's probably going to sell at like Target or Walmart.
0: I'm assuming it's the heavy like their heavyweight. Belt. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's the heavyweight championship. I'm still
0: not a fan of their heavyweight
3: belt. Well, I'm just
2: not. We can talk about a large majority of their titles that they shit all over the the 24/7 championship, and they came out with a TNT championship that looks pretty similar to it, except it's silver. So, yeah, um, the only titles that I actually like in AEW are, are simply just the tag team titles. But it, it's really not what the title looks like. It's what the title That's represents. That's
0: true, because even, like, their women's belt. I'm not a fan. I'll, I'll go back to even, like, NWA's women's belt. They look fucking tiny. Yeah. Like, I okay, I understand. In general, in general aspects, women are smaller than men. Like, I'm just going to, you know, where it probably is, quote-unquote, more proportionate. Fuck it. Yeah, make (laughs) it the biggest fucking title. If WWE can make the women's belt the same size as the men's belt and it doesn't look fucking awkward, make the belt bigger. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm
0: with you. You want to talk... I'm sorry. You want to talk equality? (laughs) Make the belt the fucking (laughs) (laughs)
2: same. I I also have to... uh, Speaking of... uh, Apologies, I, I do have to uh, apologize to one essential podcast that I referred to Dude, last week. Stop it! I know I'm I'm using it. I'm not calling them that. They no, know who they are. I called them what, the Essential what? Podcast last week, and I fucked up. It's yeah, I, I'm a piece of shit. There's your sound clip right there. I am a piece of shit. I, I got your names wrong, so I, obviously to. To Jody and also Cody, I apologize because you can say our podcast correctly. You truly are better than <laughs> us—at least better than me—because I fucked it up at least like three times last week. Yeah, see, so. I don't talk enough. I don't talk enough to get blamed. i have been thrown <laughs> under the bus like no other. So, huge shout out to them if you haven't followed them already. I'll even—you know what—I'm gonna tag them in this post too. If you go the through wherever you're.
0: Section yes.
2: podcast. Yes, there you go. Yes, see Dave with the victory today. Dave is the winner. Dave is the true champion uh, of thank this you. podcast today. Thank so, you. Thank but, you. <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank my friends and alcohol for my victory today. No, I I have to blame the. And you know who I... was always there for me, Mama, <laughs> my Mama fucking mr t over here that's gonna do it for this week's episode be sure to thank your mama and more importantly be sure to subscribe if you haven't already done so drop a rating as well be sure to follow our friends over at The Essential Podcast. No, I'm kidding. No. Dave with the victory once again. Be sure to follow them, but also be sure to follow Eddie only as well if you haven't done so already. If you haven't jumped on that. And don't
0: forget to buy our shirts.
2: Don't forget to buy our shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. Just search Dark Match Podcast and pick up your new Nitro DMP shirt if you have received it. Definitely send us a picture. I know what a maneuver would love to retweet it as well or repost it. Whatever you platform you post it on, I know what a maneuver and ourselves will be more than happy to give you a shout-out. And thank you once again. I have finally finished reaching out to all the individuals that have purchased it. Some, though, obviously, some of you use tags that do not represent your real name, so it has been a little difficult. There are a few individuals that have made purchases that I have not reached out to, and I apologize, because I cannot find your real names, which is fine if you're using aliases. That's completely fine, but I appreciate you nonetheless. We will see you next week.